This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The Gauteng Department of Health have recorded 7,143 avoidable incidents, also referred to as serious adverse events, in hospitals during the 2022-23 financial year, um, which led to soaring claims of medical negligence. These incidents resulted in unintended harm to the patient by an act or omission, by an act of commission or omission, Rather than an underlying disease or condition, Houting Health MEC and Nomantu Nkomoraluhoku revealed this in a written reply to a question posed by the DA in the Houting legislature. Um, this included how many serious adverse uh, events were recorded in 2022. Let's speak to the Director of Quality Assurance and Licensing at the Houting Health Department, uh, Patience Ntamani, on the line. Good morning to you, ma'am, and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, good morning, Teresa. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and good morning to the listeners. All right, please just let's maybe like just define what do these unavoidable incidents that we are referring to are. What 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 are they? What do we define as an unavoidable incident? Um, we may not look into them as avoidable incident only, but nonetheless, incidents are those. I mean, serious adverse events are those unplanned or intended events, unintended mm. events, as we have discussed it. Mm. It therefore means that a patient may come to the hospital and find that other than uh, what is planned for something different happens, but it's not always avoidable. Sometimes mm. it's unavoidable, yes. Okay. And I mean, in these cases, when, when then how do you... How do you go about investigating them, uh, you know, um, or is this all as a result of uh, complaints that uh, you receive after the event? No, not really. Remember that we also have got um, a, a principle in, mm. in, in our health department that any incident that happens doesn't have to come up as a complaint. If we spot it as well as, as, as the health workers, mm. we've got to report because we've got a reporting system. And uh, those days we've also have requested that we must also in, uh, report on the near misses because mm. remember the aim is not always to report on the numbers it's also to learn on what has happened so we can only learn when people have reported because remember we've got a lot of hospitals mm. so incidents happen on different days so there is an obligation that we must report up to the near misses themselves because at the end of the day, the aim is also to learn as to what incidents are we having, okay. how can we improve if there's a need to improve, or how can we change the, the mode of intervention that we always are looking at. Could you just place this number into context for us? I mean, 7,143 um, sounds like a very high number, um, but maybe context is important because I would imagine you actually want a situation where there are none of these incidents. Yes, you're right, but we also need to understand that um, the service itself is a service that we are awaiting anything that might happen because we are missing mm. different types of people with different conditions. Other patients come already in a time that maybe they are late because remember the factors are different. There are staff factors, there are patient factors, there are work environment factors, organizational factors, and all other factors that are put together. So it's not like everything is done because the health workers have made a mistake. Even the patients themselves, sometimes you do ask them to come early, even if you can take their uh, the, um, the mm. 
like a delivery per se. You find that the mother is coming in, it's already late. So there are pain patient factors, also staff factors. We're not saying we don't have issues. Organizational factors, which we call systemic factors. So there's a combination of factors. We may want to say, yes, it must be zero, but the factors still have come into account. Mm. I see Chris Hani Baragwana Academic Hospital had the highest number of avoidable incidents at uh, 1,191. Is that uh, just a factor of uh, or a function of the fact that uh, this is our largest hospital in the country and, uh, nobody, and obviously would see a whole lot more patients? Yeah, I think it stands to reason because remember they are the, the biggest hospital with highest number of patients we are seeing bringing in with different types of conditions. Mm. So it goes to reason it may it would have been different if we are looking at a very small hospital that is having high numbers. But for Paraguana, it's not necessarily mm. that we say it's a given. But taking the number of patients they are having the complication complicated types of conditions they are seeing. It could be because those are the reasons, yes. And in, in cases where, I mean, I've mentioned in the introduction that this has led to um, soaring claims of medical negligence, where it is actually proven that there was negligence on the part of health workers here, how do you deal with that? How do you handle it? Because as a department, you'd have to settle it. But what is the, what are the, what is the consequence management for those that are found to have been negligent? I think things are, are, are done or tackled on their own merit. Because as I have mentioned that we internally, before we can even call it a negligence or what, internally we've got from the quality assurance perspective where we do the internal investigations to see what could have caused it. But if it comes to a point where we see that there was a reckless behavior mm. or maybe a, 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 a risky behavior undertaken by the health professional, we then have got a ways and means through the labor, uh, our labor issues that we get mm. into, if not, also go to as far as reporting to the Health Professionals Council or the South African Nursing Council or any statutory uh, body that a professional is, is registered with. Thank you so much, Patience and Damani. We'll leave it there. She is the Director of Quality Assurance and Licensing at the Department of Health in Gauteng. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.